Hello, and welcome to... Hags pod welcome back ladies and gents it's a holiday holiday a good something a holiday a good something um title of this episode we have so much to talk about today we we came up with some topics oh yeah we have some riveting concepts yeah. for you all so mm-hmm. i'm just gonna move that poll because there's no reason yeah well i mean big things popping in our lives i just finished my final final yesterday congrats um, feels pretty good yeah do you feel amazing i feel like a different person like my face literally looks different you look like you great. saw the pictures i sent to the group chat before and after i felt like a like Wait, you know can, that I, can you bring them up oh your phone's charging i want to look at them again i was kind of distracted when you sent them dude i it's like you know faces of meth did you ever see that yes it's like that but finals, finals yeah. yeah yeah i look like a different person i look like possessed you look really good you're but, like shiny and oh glowing oh thank you i didn't i didn't have access to any of my usual skin stuff yeah this morning you were elsewhere you were on nomadic journey traveling yeah, yeah through time <laughs> yeah do you say rosetta stone no i'm a rolling stone <laughs> oh, i was like rosetta stone what about Duolingo? I love it, but I feel like I never really learned anything. I was trying to do Duolingo with Frank for French. And I think we're going to bring it back. For some reason, like the sound of my voice is making me feel like I'm going to sneeze right now. Whoa. It's so weird. What is that about? I don't know. Do you ever get that when you like touch dusty paper that you're going to like the just the feeling of wow. it makes me feel like I'm going to sneeze. It's like. That's so interesting. What's I that don't called? relate to that at all. Synesthesia or something? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Textures make me sneeze. I can't explain it. But yeah, my voice texture is making me feel sneezy right now. I wonder if there are any listeners who are going to be, who are going to pull up the pod and just be like, achoo. What? Achoo. Yeah. No, it's giving sneeze. Um, okay. But, so. So we wanted to talk about, my God, I love your wad of cash. Oh, that's so abundant of you random that's probably good energy (laughs) to have um we were talking about you know as as we've discussed on the pod yep over and over and over yep because we are two festive girlies filled with christmas cheer christmas cheer it's christmas time it's it's holidays not christmas for everybody sometimes it's Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. yeah, Kwanzaa, Sometimes exactly. Hanukkah. I don't really know what other stuff there is, but feel free to share. Yeah, um, we were talking about a, a Christmas wish list. Oh yeah, we wanted to make a gift guide. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna do that, even though it's like six days till Christmas. Yeah, it's never too late to give a gift. So true. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we're gonna workshop that. 
I went to ballet in class real today. time. Oh, that's so hot. Yeah, and so like maybe for the ballerina <clears throat> in your life, you can get her some Co- coquette shit. You can get her some like warmers, doll dollette. <laughs> Do you know dollette or whatever? Do you know no, about what this? Is that? It's just like the precursor to coquette that existed on Tumblr. Oh, I don't remember that. We don't talk about Tumblr enough. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, what are your like ideal gifts, Liz? Um, well, maybe somebody to pay for like some cosmetic. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Like I don't know. Injections. Okay, what kind are we talking? Um, or like facials, you know, cosmetic procedures. I don't know if procedures is the right word, but. I think I, procedures works. I really want to get like PRP. Is that what it's oh, called? Oh, wait. Is that the the platelet rich plasma or something? Or is it PRF? Is that called, like, I don't know. Mimo- what is it? The Mimosa. Vampire? What is it? <laughs> it's like a type of facial that people are getting. Oh, yeah. Starts with an M. Is yeah. that that? What is it called? I don't know. I'm interested in everyone taking fucking Ozempic right now. Do you know about this? Oh, is that the the shot? Yeah, it's like for diabetics. Mm-hmm. And you take it and it lowers your blood sugar and it makes you not hungry. And like people are just in Hollywood, in Hollywood, LA. People are taking it and they're just like shedding pounds super fast. But it like lowers your blood sugar. Yeah, I know a lot of people. I mean, not a lot of people, but I know three people, which feels like a lot. That kind of is a lot. Mm-hmm. I know one right now, but I'm sh- I like mm-hmm. actually no, I know three. I know about also. that one. As I know well. three actually. They were talking about it. Yeah. The other night. Yeah. Oops. I know a few. I actually have some in my fridge. No way. Yeah, but I haven't taken it. Oh really? I don't want to take it. I'm scared. Well, do you feel like you need to lose weight? I mean, I'm not like pressed, but like. It's always fun to just fuck around. To be like, how can I augment my body? Yeah, and also, see what it looks like like this. Like, I'm just kind of interested in shrinking my breasts, honestly. Wow, that's interesting. So, like, in the interest of weight loss, like, I don't really want to get breast reduction surgery because it's mm-hmm. so invasive. So, like, I want to lose... My boobs have shrunk, for the record, since I, you know, did keto, ketoing. Wow. But... And like it's actually improved my PMS because my boobs are smaller, so the pain is better. But yeah, it's well, crazy. I have such bad PMS, and my boobs are literally tiny. Yeah, I think my boobs are smaller than the dude that I'm hooking up with. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. His pectorals are larger. Yeah, he's got some meaty, meaty, meaty numbers. Yeah, that's good. Big juicy naturals. Really? Are mm-hmm. they like pecs? They're like pecs, yeah. Like TJ pecs? Yeah, but like, but more. More? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like bigger. Mm Mm-hmm. TJ has big fruity pecs. He does have big juicy naturals. I mean, yeah, Mr. Sexy was like an athlete for a long time. So he's got like residual shapes. What kind of athlete? He was a hockey player. That's hot. Hot key. Yeah. More mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Um, is that hot? That is hot. hot. We I'm love just, like, Mr. Sexy. Damn. Such well, a violent and graceful sport. Wait, what was I just going to say? Oh, yeah. You were talking about Ozempic and shrinking your boobs. 
Oh yeah. Basically, I'm just trying to shrink my boobs. That's so. But I'm not going to take the Ozempic because my blood sugar is already super low, even though I have PCOS. Like I don't. I like went on keto and then I stopped because my blood sugar was like 69 when I was fasting, like I, in the morning. I, I don't have a reference for what is below like normal. 70 is like danger, oh. and like it was. I mean, I was still like, oh, I just was below. So I was. I said to my mom, I'm like, maybe it was 69, like closer to 70, not 69, like closer to 65. Mm-hmm. But it's still like alarming to wake up and learn your blood sugar is like starting to reach a spot that's not healthy so in the interest of that i will not be taking the ozempic in my fridge and i'm i just think it's funny that basically it's there. If you need ozempic <laughs> and want it for a good yeah reasonable price in cash yeah liquid i have i have um uh, just kidding we're not my friend i didn't even buy it my the reason i have it is because my mom has friends who work in um like beauty what is that called like aesthetics cosmetology cosmetology and aesthetics and wait that's not what that is sorry i don't know just ignore me but they gave her some and i have it in the fridge and she didn't take it either we both just have it in our fridges but we're like it's fun to like totally yeah Yeah. do you think it's okay that i'm just like chomping on strawberries yeah i think chomp away honestly i hope it's not annoying to the viewers but maybe we can like broaden our listener based to like a feeder fetishist yeah feeder fetish yeah yeah i mean i would participate in eating for them i have some twizzlers Mm. right there if you want Mm. i mean i just ate my candy though i'm candied out yeah i'm about to go for these date niblets oh yeah the date niblets so yummy wait so gift guide yeah the gift guide you're saying cosmetic oh yeah well some little filiana some little filiana where do you like to filiana i go to this lady jody emery but i mean in your oh um, in your facial in my top lip i've only ever gotten that's what same any like injections um in my top lip that's literally the same as me i like i have a fat bottom lip and then my top lip is just like a little shy but still sweet but just yeah same like a little shy and mm-hmm. i just like to give her a little like massage yeah give her a little boost a little say vulgar. hey come on yeah come get, on out here yeah also have you joined the party on the lip flip no well that's what i went in there for i did because i was like super i realized that i was engaging in like intense pick me behavior by like making fun of people who have lip filler (laughs) you know like i'm not like those other girls i'm one of the boys i don't get a lip filler haha do you like me right when did you do that exactly and when did you recover um yeah (laughs) I actually was just talking about this being a pick me last night. It's the worst. We need to talk about it. But wait, when did when did this end for you? When did the reign of pick me end? Well, I mean, you know, overall, it's it's ended for quite some time, many many years. But I think sometimes, you know, she still rears her ugly head in certain, you know, insidious, hidden ways, like in the the whole lip filler thing. And then I got lip filler, and I was like wow this is so cool my face is the front of shop yeah and i can like i have like agency over like augmenting this thing that i thought that i like could never change and i am the master of my own destiny yeah no it's amazing it's so cool but it's also i think like it's complicated because i think just like having access to anything like 
it's easy for people to abuse the access totally and i understand how people abuse it because that feeling was like i mean it's it's really legit honestly like i remember i got i've had my top lip filled like several times honestly because my mom has has access Mm -hmm. to a very lovely resource for doing that and Mm -hmm. i also got a lip flip once and i mean that fades really fast but the like feeling of like like i look so like plump and juicy like Mm -hmm. even when it looked like busted when i was recovering from like i mean you recover for like 12 hours or whatever Mm -hmm. but like my lips looked so like i looked like i got punched in the face and i was Mm -hmm. so like that's obvious like Mm -hmm. not obviously but that was hot to me Mm -hmm. i was like god i look good whatever oh my god me too i kept like taking selfies and in retrospect like my lips (laughs) don't even look that different in the selfies yeah i was just like i would take a selfie and then i would look at it and be like whoa who is she who is she I mean, it's also, it's like when you get, like, anytime you augment anything about your appearance, like a haircut, you're yeah. going to be like, whoa, what? Yeah. You know, like. No, fully. Wait, fuck, what was I just going to say? Oh, I don't know what happened to my TikTok. I don't know if you're on this side of TikTok, but um, I'm on, like, the past 48 hours, I've been getting so much buccal fat removal TikTok. Oh, yeah, me too. Because well, it's, like, going mm-hmm. viral on TikTok right mm-hmm. now that people, like, I guess people just found out that celebrities get that even though I feel like that's been pretty public and also oh yeah me too yeah well and also strangely like Leah Michelle was like the vehicle yes right she posted a picture yeah that was like she looked chatted yeah in a feminine way she looked (laughs) Emily or something (laughs) she looked Jennifer yeah or Bella perhaps yeah I mean I heard like Zoe Kravitz yeah I mean, and I watched this video. Or even if she didn't, she's like a prototype for like what, what you that, should want to yeah, look like. Yeah, like Bella Hadid, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And I saw this video that was saying how it's actually, although it makes you look sexy now, like mm-hmm. early in life. And it's like super aging. It ages you faster because as other fat starts to dwindle, mm-hmm. the buccal fat is some of the most resilient fat, mm-hmm. apparently. And I was like, that's so Oh my crazy. God, resilient fat. The I resilient, like the way you said that. And yeah. you like, you bulge your fist. Resilient and shook fat. shook it to the sky. Yeah. It's resilient. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I like think I would look super hot with buccal fat removal. But. Yeah, same. I'm I not going to do it. Yeah, I think. Do it's, it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like, you know, you said it like. You know, augmenting your face and your body has like drawbacks and and it's complex. And I think like also part of it is like we are, you know, prey to this kind of these like Western beauty standards. Yeah. You know, I and mean, it's like, hate. you know, the antithesis of like a lot of those beauty standards is like, for example, um, uh, a round plump face right i mean i also was thinking about how i feel like i don't know if i'll ever want to get fat removed from my face because i've Mm -hmm. observed how much my face can change independently because we've Mm -hmm. shared in the moon face yeah which i've actually learned more about since we conversed about it on the pod moon face well we should explain it's from cortisol yeah it's when your your lower jowls basically explode out and we we talked about it i think on health and wealth and hellness yeah mm-hmm. yeah initially and basically it's just like i saw a video and it's i thought it was it's from cortisol and that makes so much sense and i guess like i just i mean my face from the age of like 19 to now which mm-hmm. i am 
older than 19 now yeah it's 21 yeah i'm 21 (laughs) um my face has just changed so much and yeah same and i'm like i don't want to over i want to be prepared for the continued changes my body is going to make yeah and not preemptively make shifts that are going to later you're like i have faith in my body's ability to age yeah the way it needs to mm-hmm. and i don't want to fuck with it but i respect anyone's decision i'm just this is my personal shit yeah i mean the reason why i went to the when i got i've only gotten filler once and it was such an when did you get it? experience it's so fun like six months ago oh so you're, you're gonna top up yeah it's time mm-hmm. for a top up yeah yeah um i but like i i went there for botox and she was like no no oh i love that which is cool because you know capitalism she has like a vested interest interest you you would think she'd have a bias right you know but she was like i would is this doxing her or is this giving her business i don't think it's bad okay um yeah she 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 like had me do some movement she was looking at my face she was like no don't don't get it yet and i thought that was like so uh interesting like she had so much integrity yeah wait why i don't even know about botox enough like i've only gotten it as a lip flip and that like it lasted i think maybe tops three months that's that's the thing that scares me about botox is like filler lasts for so long yeah Um, and it also migrates Oh well, I heard this Allegedly. about Juvederm. Juvederm, my yeah, grades. I heard that people call it Moviderm. Damn, I think that's what's in my lips. Oh really? I don't know though. I get. I this. mean, I don't have that much. Like it's yeah. such a small amount. But well, I think it also depends on like how they inject it. Like well, there was the the right. Russian right the Russian style. Mm. Wait. Also, there's this thing with your metabolism mm. where like you metabolize. I think if you smoke, your body processes your filler faster. Yeah, I heard that. And also, like, if your metabolism's fast, it processes it faster. And there's ways to, like, make it stay longer, but I forget. But it's so crazy. Yeah. The whole the whole science. I mean, I've seen so many... I mean, I think it's a beautiful art. I'm not, like, opposed to getting a ton of work done, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I just, like, personally have seen articles of the downfall you know? yeah i mean i've seen people shift their features in a way that's like maybe a little jarring but i also like I vape? yeah Thank i you. think there's like a really interesting discourse about how like like this whole like cyborg theory mm-hmm. you know but what is the cyborg theory well i mean oh, we a- also need to talk about canada remind me okay <laughs> i'm excited because i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> which is like maybe a little embarrassing is it a current, no. current event related it's like a very under the surface current event I keep going okay saying. anyways um well there's this woman rosie brayadotti who talks about like this post-human um discourse post-human discourse oh god it's like so complex i'm not gonna i've like the amount of times that i have like butchered the conceit of like you know really canonical theoretical essays on this fucking podcast so embarrassing no it's good it's someone needs to do it um so people know to look it up yeah uh anyway cyborg theory isn't written by rosie briadotti i don't think i forget who writes about it but 
the idea is that like anytime like we're it's like reframing um oh god i don't want to do it i'm afraid i'm gonna fuck it up no i like i like <laughs> what you're saying but, but I don't maybe know it's like you endearing mean. you know i don't know but like you're we'll shift away from the theoretical yeah stuff just, what is the, what is the sauce of it give you my own interpretation yeah. but like some of it is oh i'm also noticing your crochet over here it's so beautiful thank um, you like you part of it is like when you add like this like i'm kind of a cyborg and i'm like adding this Vape. you know this technological object it's like it's it's i'm holding it in my hand it's like now a part of my body right. a pencil or like contacts you know they're right. like these are these like um non-organic right non-biological uh, materials yes. that are being attached to our body that are um, um, making our body more efficient in some certain way, right? And so it's like framing that as like, um, like, like turning yourself into some sort of like cyborg. And right. so I think okay, taking I taking this like foreign material and like using it to like shift your features mm -hmm. in this way that you know maybe it's not related to efficiency maybe it's right. related to like it creates um god there's this podcast called nymphed alumni and they were talking about this word that's like what is it i'm maybe just it starts with an h it's like it's about um you know maybe a like romantically like uh aligning with someone who's in like a higher social or economical class to like raise your own social or economical status uh -huh. so like in a way i guess you know getting some sort of cosmetic procedure right makes it makes you like more desirable to maybe certain people that could help you like you know right elevate yourself in some certain way yeah I've which is like present in a lot of like tiktok no i was just gonna say i've yeah. seen girls on tiktok who like go to amazing plastic surgeons and put money into like making their face basically like completely different and honestly they look fucking great like, like I'm not if you want to get a high value man <laughs> yeah you want to get it well these are the, on a yacht or, or flown some, to saudi arabia or something well some of these people are just like exposing Dubai like specifically. what work they get done to like help other people and mm -hmm. like be transparent in that and i think that's really cool and like they didn't look bad before but like the work they get done is fucking bomb honestly like they look good yeah and wait, what was i gonna say fuck oh no i don't god this was such a clumsy no it's okay like the cyborgs anyways the i mean we're I doing think, the work i think <laughs> <laughs> I think even yeah we're getting the work done, done yeah they're, get, they're getting the work done yeah. oh I was thinking about just like how much vanity drives society like I mean in LA I feel like I'm not talking shit on LA when I say this mm -hmm. I love vanity I, th I have a tattoo that says vanity that I gave myself because I think it's a fun play toy of reality yeah I think it's know? also cool as a woman to like reclaim this idea of vanity because like when a woman is like enjoying herself or experiencing some form of like uh self-love in that way appreciating her own beauty it's kind of like you know considered vanity i know uh, like this idea of like her being vain is like used to like bring her down yeah. or something the royal her yeah no completely i mean i think vanity is sexy yeah and like also powerful like madonna 
young Madonna. She's like super also old Madonna, current Madonna, yeah, all, current all Madonna. iterations of Madonna. <laughs> I like fuck with her like weird new face. She's know? lit, honestly. I just respect any woman's choice to do whatever they want with their body. Yeah, and if you want to look like a freaky cat, then like go for it. <laughs> you know, but like authentically, yeah. Slash Jen, you know that. Slash genuine. People oh. are doing that online. I don't know. TJ has put me onto this where people go slash, slash, like typed out. Mm-hmm. Sl- gen, yeah. G E N means mm. you're genuine in what you're saying. Because mm. there's too much irony online that we have to clarify that we're being sincere. Last night at Morgan's, yeah. Harmony threw a. Well, we all. A surprise birthday party for our one of our previous guests, TJ. And um, lovely friends. Lovely friend. Um, TikTok influencer, bright shining star, sexy OnlyFans king, king. Um, and we were like listening to a lot of like music that we're we're all in a, like a similar age bracket, late twenties, yeah. early thirties, yeah. And like, there's like a lot of twenty tens or two thousand yeah. mid two thousand music. music, yeah. They were playing like yin yang twins and like 303 and we were like talking about like how there was there wasn't as much irony in that period. No. Yeah. Like when we were like middle school or like early high school, how there was like little to no irony and we were like listening to this music and like really just like vibing committed. Yeah. To to, the bit. Yeah. I know. Like fucking boyfriend by Bird and the Bee. Do you know that song? Would Mm -mm. you ever be my, would you be my fucking boyfriend? I played it last night. And it's like that was such a quintessential vibe. Like also the Starbucks free download song. Do you remember that in Starbucks? No, but I remember the like cafe music CDs they would sell at the front. Oh my god, I miss those. Yeah, yeah what we, happened like, to those? We lost like cafe culture. Like Java has died. <laughs> you know. Let's bring back Java. Who was saying? I think let's use our platform to bring back. I can't Java believe I was culture. with Avery and Frank and Sophia the other night. And we were talking. I can't remember. If Avery or Frank was like, if a place says Java, like you don't go there, like that's not the coffee you want. <laughs> Cause like a Java house, it's like really outdated. It's like moldy beans, I would imagine. Yeah, I'm. Listen, I'm. I'm We're in a post-Java world. I'm not a purist. Yeah. What, is, what does that mean in this context? That that means that like I'm not into like a coffee place that's like really taking themselves too seriously. Like, I want a seasonal beverage. Yeah. No, completely same. 100. Like, peppermint mocha. I don't want coffee that's so good that they, like, judge you for, like, interfering with, like, the nuance of, like, the bean. The bean. I, like, do not give a fuck about the bean. The integrity of the bean. Yeah. Yeah. No. Fuck the bean. I always. I'm pro-Java, anti-bean. I'm, like. This is, like, the kind of edgelord stuff. I'm I'm pro-internet cafe. We don't have those anymore. Yeah, it's true. Like the internet cafe was so hot. Like what a cool social space. It's like not social. I used to go to this place with my mom like every day in the valley when I was I think in middle school. I remember one summer we went to like it was called Chow and it was on Van Nuys Boulevard in the plaza in the lot where the Gelsons is and I don't it was probably like 2008 go there every fucking day literally and there was like computers in there and i would go on like club penguin and like drink a little like drink or i would go to the robux 
Mm. while my mom got her coffee and we would just like vibe in the plaza like literally so much that's beautiful it was really a vibe it was so cute (sighs) okay gift guide oh yeah canada oh yeah canada so this is so fucked up well we talk about tiktok so much i feel like tiktok is like my news Mm -hmm. but i saw this tiktok and somebody was talking about how they were there was like some sort of flood where they were from and they couldn't find anything about it on like in like the news or on google search but then they went straight to tiktok and they were getting like live updates on this oh thing oh my god i mean yeah but, like the news wasn't really covering so i think it's like also kind of valid as like a news source it is it is but wait okay do you want to pause mm-hmm okay do I keep the video? I'll just keep it all running. You just go. Okay. All right. And we're back. Okay. Tell me about Canada. Okay. So even though I, was, I also wanted to get, get into the gift guide because I think we have so much. You're so tasteful. You're so tasteful. Um, that was so fast. Thank you. Um. Oh my God. Does that pull up on the thing? Where's my vape? That's the real question. Okay, so Canada. We have a vape emergency. Oh, where's the vape? Should I leave it? It's never good when your vape goes missing. Yeah, it's like a very specific kind of thrill and freak out, terror. Terror. That overcomes you. Is it in the. Liz is on the move. Go, get the vape. Okay. What? You find it? Yeah, you did. What? What did he say? Oh, Sophia's home. Yeah. That is the word, honestly, for me, for love. We should talk about that word. Hi, Sophia. Wow, you look fucking amazing. Really? Yeah. You have so much shit in your hands. Returning it? Obsessed. I love that you're always wearing really um cool low, shades. Low waisted pants. Oh pants, yeah. That are like have like all like cool um pockets. hardware and like pockets and stuff, and they're also really low wasted and then you're wearing like cool glasses you know sophia has a look you have really good taste and like a very clearly defined aesthetic language yeah yeah it's true oh fine. today here here or at morgan's you're gonna what wear a polo that's very yeah. your vibe. Yeah, she loves your polo. Looks you're super too. soccer core. I love being sports core. Yeah, you're a sporty bitch. It's yeah. sporty, but you're it's like also Victoria kind Beckham. of like yeah. There's there's like a. I love that no one can see you. Oh my god, you have the. You're also wearing a bag that looks like a soccer ball. It is. And you're okay. holding a gold gift bag. It, yeah, it had a gift once. Now it's 
And you're also holding boxing gloves. Yeah, boxing. And you have under eye patches. facial patches. Yeah, on. and they have like cute little. I want to describe the way you look right now to the podcast. Oh, I need to go get cupping. Are these the Wales Bonner? Oh, they're so good. Let me see. Oh, yeah, those are fire. Don't poop yourself. Don't poop yourself. That's amazing. Okay. Okay. So Canada. Canada. Canada just um, made assisted suicide legal. And basically, like, when anyone... This is what this person, who I'm assuming is Canadian... I don't know, though. pause. You know what's crazy? Is that suicide is illegal? I know. Isn't that weird? What the hell? Yeah, like if... Arrest me, then. (laughs) Yeah, you you look stupid. You can't. I'm dead. Yeah. Like, if you threaten to harm yourself or whatever, they're, like, in a 5150 or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, but... Now, now in Canada, like if you complain about apparently, I'm assuming this person who made this video is Canadian, but like she was saying how basically like if anyone has anything going wrong in their life and they like complain to the country of Canada, mm-hmm. Canada is like, you want us to kill you? Yeah. Do you want <laughs> us to kill you? And it's so fucked up. Like I'm like, like I guess an older woman was like needs a ramp on her house or something is what this woman this person posted and was like i love that we spread so much vague <laughs> data data that's like also sometimes wrong completely i like, mean we're just like re like in sh- espen's episode or the yeah, guy that didn't we were f- like i can't believe he didn't get life that's so crazy he did Let's get talk life. about this for yeah, an hour and that. then he got life our he team did get- of the hags team of fact checkers we're just vibing it's like pretend we're at coffee bean chatting that's like the goal of of the podcast yeah this, this is not really dealer, incredible no artist lauren quinn i don't know if she'll be bummed that i'm talking about this but i saw her at a party and she was like talking about how she like felt like alone or something and then she heard the pod and she felt like she was just like hanging out with her friends which is like some like feedback that i get a lot from people is that it just feels like they're like hanging out with us yeah so cozy it's not like super structured or formal which yeah. i kind of like anyways yeah. keep going basically okay, lady she, didn't get a ramp she was like can i get a ramp and they were like do you want us we to kill you kill you and, and i'm like i can't imagine living in a world where like i get a a little sheet from like my complaint like if i file a complaint and they're like here are your options like we can give you the ramp or we can like help you kill yourself <laughs> like it's so fucking dark i don't know i feel really like conflicted about that because on one hand like i've seen and personally experienced the effects of suicide and like in some ways it feels like so selfish and it impacts people yeah it change it can sometimes change the course of their life yeah um but I also want to like respect people. No, completely. Like, I mean, I choices. don't think offering it is bad. Honestly, I think like the country using it as a tool to. You think they're trying to be like, okay, I don't. This is like a cost-effective maneuver. Yeah. We don't have to like yes. pay for you know social like, services. Yes, exactly. Which is like disturbing, but I'm not. I'm sure they're not positing it that way. No, of course. But yeah, I just thought that was crazy. But yeah. I'm definitely like, I think that it's better to have a formal way of doing that, probably. 
I mean, there's this thing in like recovery where it's like, you know, they say like, don't kill yourself before the miracle happens. Or like, if you kill yourself, you're killing the wrong person. Okay. Because like you are, if you're in that space, you're, you're actively um, committing to like working on yourself and trying to incite change in yourself and your life. Mm-hmm. So like you're going to change, you're going to be a different person, right? And you're going to develop to develop more like resilience and accrue more tools to yeah. deal with the stuff that makes you want to kill yourself. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, to me, it's like before you kill yourself, if you're like in a suicidal place in your life, make before you do that, I suggest you make as many extreme changes as possible to see what you can create because I feel like. In times when I've been depressed, I've felt, like, um, just stagnated and, like, unfree. And I feel like I've just needed to... I mean, Jesus, the computer yelling. Um, There's, like, severe depression. Jesus, why is it yelling at us? The computer screaming. Sorry. Um, I just feel like in times when I've been severely depressed, I've just needed to, like, see if I could change my life deeply because I have felt in a place where I have felt like a victim of my life. Yeah. And that's like a rich fertile ground for change as we were discussing on the episode with your mom, like that kind of, that kind of desperation breeds such willingness to like try to, to like incur those changes that, you know you maybe haven't had the willingness to work on before or something um so that's like a or you know that kind of the depth of darkness that comes with that brings you to that place where you want to end everything is like also a rich fertile ground for like actually transforming your life no i know and it's like when you have nothing to lose anyway why wouldn't you just try everything yeah totally i mean yeah i tried so many different things that i wouldn't have considered trying before that like really helped me out like cranial sacral therapy and like breath work and all these things that like completely transformed my life and my perspective and actually my understanding of like how much power i have to shift and also i just feel like i don't know the more i can connect with other people and like find gifts and love and like appreciation for others like the more i can find it in myself Mm. you know totally and like oh like this person can help me and like recognizes me and sees me and like i know when like people are depressed it's hard to sometimes connect and find access points to other people but like yeah i don't know that's also like um why we should really do our best to support each other yeah completely like we should also position that as like not just a we're like not just speaking to perhaps the person that struggles with suicidal ideation but also like maybe people who are surrounding people that struggle with suicidal ideation to like also like manifest a, a level of resilience um, yes compassion yeah and like trying to continue to like reach out to that person you just like throw mud at the wall until something sticks yeah completely i mean to like have patience yeah because they're you people like you 
were so patient with me when I was like calling you every day crying for like a month, you know? And you still like, you know, showed up. Yeah. I was like sending you like a million voice notes. Oh, yeah. I forgot that that even happened. Yeah, it feels like such a different It was a different life. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how fast. That's what's amazing. Yeah. Sometimes life is faster and slower than others. Like it changes the the tempo, the life tempo. I keep thinking we're going to have these like episodes that are about like fun, (laughs) playful, silly topics. And it all just comes back to like heartbreak and suicide and (laughs) (laughs) self-love. Like I want this podcast to be a place where we like. Botox is fine. (laughs) (laughs) but also yeah yeah sorry i had to talk about canada no that's so interesting code word canada yeah i don't know how i feel about that i know i like i feel a lot of things about it i like thinking about complicated things because it reminds me to hold complication yeah and see things from a nuanced vision yeah gradation is important yeah i love all the colors well how do we shift back to a gift guide after that i don't know (laughs) Um, I was like, we could talk about like our favorite brands, <laughs> like our favorite stores. Yeah. Um, um, what designers are doing interesting things. Okay, yeah, designers. Well, that feels so frivolous after like. I mean, people who don't have access to a ramp that are like, yep, fuck it, yeah, yeah, later. I mean, yeah. But you know what? This is another example of like the allowing, nuance. yeah, multitudes, yeah, gradation, containing multitudes, and we're back to the gift guide, and we're back to the gift guide. Um, uh, vapes, vapes, are lots go- of vapes, but because also, they're aren't they're they get, canceled. They're getting canceled. Yeah, on the twenty first soon. Yeah, yeah, like in a in a matter of days, California will not be some. selling vapes. Wait, any vapes? I think they'll be selling not. I think it's like non flavored. Yeah, that's stuff. What I thought um sunny angels great gift what's that the little angel figurines a little like the radish behind you oh cute yeah Yeah, you love those i love them figurines like mystery figurines in a box that you get at the japanese lifestyle store Mm -hmm. that really hits for me that does really hit for you self-help books Maybe like a Rick Owens puffer. Yeah, but those are so expensive. I know, but there's. I mean, I would want one. Rich people out there who want to get one for me. For me. For us. For us. Margella, anything. Yeah, it's true. We're on the expensive. Although I don't like when they like paint stuff. Yeah, they like the crackle paint effect. Yeah, Yeah, I don't like that. Sorry. I like the more like sheet. Listen, Margella, I know you're listening. Please don't take offense. Yes, Margella, Maison Margella. It does not define you. Um, what else are good gifts? Um, I feel like a massage tool is a nice gift. Massage tool is a really nice gift. Or like nice a heating gift. pad. Um, maybe like you get someone. What is that? Morosk peach. Oh yeah, Morosk peach. Great oh, fashion. Oh my god, so Love. good. Obsessed. Shout out to them. They sent me an amazing gift in the mail a few weeks ago and it was it's gorgeous i'm wearing it nonstop. all of the stuff it's so crazy yeah don't don't be shy <laughs> put some more Rusk. put some more wait i'm gonna just for your better. girl oh wow crazy. i mean it's not that much like better my features appeared i mean i didn't really want to be seen yeah i'm giving like batman right now that's cool yeah sometimes vanity, mystery is cool it's so rare bends a lot of ways yeah wow it hides and shows 
That that's the title. <laughs> Vanity bends. Vanity bends a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. I go through periods where I don't want to go out in public without makeup. Yeah. Wait, did you see? Um, but now, as a person I'm seeing, when I wake up in the morning and I literally have like two pounds of boogers in my eyes, uh-huh. and my my nose is covered in crusties, and my breath smells crazy. Uh-huh. He rolls over and looks at me and is like, "You're so." <laughs> i'm like what the hell that's so good am i cleopatra am i a goddess Probably. you deserve it yes 100 wait i was gonna say have you seen any of the movies that have come out as of recent the whale um, i haven't avatar. seen the whale i haven't seen avatar i, I haven't, haven't seen either. babylon is that out yet i think it comes out in a few days i'm trying to see the whale but i've heard controversial things about it oh really yeah like that the way it's like about Brendan Fraser, who mm-hmm. I am obsessed with. Yeah, you love him. I love him. He makes me cry because he's had a GQ really man of the year. heartbreaking journey as a Hollywood celebrity. And he's brave. Yeah. And I've watched like a 30-minute YouTube video about it. Yeah, it's really sad. Mm-hmm. And he was like the biggest actor when we were little. What happened to him? He was like kind of, he was sexually assaulted. He was sexually assaulted. He did all of his own stunts. So he like, his body got like really brutalized. Yeah. Like he had, he went through a bunch of stuff and he basically got blacklisted from Hollywood because the guy who assaulted him was like an executive or something, like just Mm -hmm. really high up and it really messed up. Oh, fuck. I stopped recording. How? How? When? Maybe you ran out of... Okay. So, it's okay. It'll just be a weird video <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> At least the audio has integrity. Um, yeah. So, Brendan Fraser just basically got exiled from Hollywood, and it's really sad because he was, like, the guy mm-hmm. for so long, and now he's back and in The Whale. And The Whale apparently is, like, about... Um, I don't know exactly, but it's, like, about a fat man. Yeah. And there's like I saw who was I fucking talking to? Someone saw it and was like maybe it was a tweet. I don't remember. I can't even differentiate between tweet and friendship now. But mm-hmm. um I saw someone say that like the way it showed a fat man, like he like is eating a meatball sub and then he like oh, I forget. It's like the way it's just like kind of fat phobic energy. Mm. or something but i like have not seen it and i do not have the information so i need to go see it to have the information okay so we're gonna go see it we'll come back it's research (laughs) and we'll tell you if we think it's fat phobic yeah great Mm -hmm. Um, probably i mean hollywood is generally fat phobic that's why ozempic is like viral right now what's it oh the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah the mm-hmm. injection we were just talking about yeah i have a friend who's doing it and she's like i have the most energy i've ever had and i'm sleeping better than i ever have wow which like that alone i mean i can't afford to lose any more weight because i look you're pokey malnourished <laughs> <laughs> i mean you seem high energy you have energy oh really yeah i, I don't know. feel high energy really mm-hmm. yeah i feel pretty like season cozy core sleepy yeah i just like i think you know finals was such an intense adrenaline rush that that, was crazy i needed to like push my body to its limits and now that that um that adrenaline is gone i'm starting to kind of 
crash in this crazy way yeah my body's like okay it's safe for us to clearly communicate to you that you absolutely need to sleep and eat yeah so you're you're undernourished in all departments right now but yeah yeah except for romantically and in that way i'm gorging myself yeah you're Um, at a buffet yeah the buffet of romance yeah i'm uh i'm going home for the holidays oh yeah i gotta get your mom a gift oh yeah when are you gonna when are you gonna give her it maybe i'll yeah maybe i'll get her some sort of oh she's gonna listen she probably won't listen this far okay uh, maybe I'll, when I'm in Texas, I'll get her like a really gaudy, like kind of glittery, yeah, like belt from the rodeo store. Or oh, that's a cute idea. Those are really good. Yeah, I miss Texas. They have great thrift stores there. It's true. Yeah, that's like my favorite. I, anytime on tour, I like have gotten so much clothing at the thrift store. Yeah, I mean even the gas stations that yeah, have like so good, like sort of pseudo Balenciaga like Kegel bags. Yes, with like lots of like crosses and rhinestones yeah on cowboy them. vibes yeah southern southern charm yeah it's really hot super hot it's really erotic mm-hmm. we need to talk about your love yeah what, what you say? <laughs> <laughs> how does it feel oh it feels so awesome yeah you're feeling taken care of mm-hmm. you're feeling healing yeah how long have you been saying this person not very long yeah but it's exciting yeah yeah he's extremely hot (laughs) (laughs) i'm obsessed um everyone really smart and like really funny and silly i just like the holiday season because i i don't know if i'm like projecting but i feel like everyone falls in love and it's so cute yeah i mean there's like something there's like this very sentimental resonance yeah you know with the holidays yeah. and like sharing that sharing something that you historically share with people that you love you know i think it like heightens mm-hmm. it creates this kind of magical wait how long are you going home for i'm going home for a week so when are you back i'm stressed about it when do you get back i get back on the 29th okay so you're here for new years mm-hmm. and you leave the 22nd 23rd yeah 22nd okay cute yeah i forget that there's still a few days till christmas right now yeah but i guess it's not that far away it's like saturday is christmas eve yeah yeah so i like three days to like figure all my family members are like listen we know you're broke just don't worry about it but now there are like a bunch of babies in the family so i feel like i at least have to get baby stuff oh yeah wait fuck i was just somewhere that had really cute kid stuff I also realized because I was talking to you Mr. Go to a toy Sexy. Store. Mr. Oh, yeah. Sexy. I wish we had an FAO Schwartz here. Oh, Do we? No, closed. Sad. It was at the Grove years oh, ago. Tragic. Yeah. I was talking to Mr. Sexy and I realized I don't have any friends that are married or that have kids. Wait, really? Yeah. You have like Zoe. Yeah, but I don't, like, we're not in touch really. She's more Avery's friend. I mean, I love Zoe, but we don't really stay in touch. Mm hmm. But. I'm like 31 and I don't know. Maybe it's like a cultural thing because like everybody's like, We're like some maturity LA is like so stunted here. I know someone who's like having a baby soon, but I'm also not super close with them. Uh, I know some engaged people. 
but yeah no Mm-mm. no it's kind of an underdeveloped vibe but i think our our social circles arc for that is coming yeah i think that's a few years out yeah like do you think about getting married yeah. do you have do you like i get a lot of like tiktok like wedding dress content and i'm like what oh, are y'all doing really? yeah i do not but i like definitely want to like do that whole thing it's so cute it's all like experimental wedding dresses that are like oh, do you want to look like a sorceress do you want to look like okay that makes more like sense. a new age i thought you like, were just like saying normal no no, no. no new age it's not like people talking for. about like the the font of like the the are you wedding the invitation tiktok oh yeah like do you get um what's her fucking name i was just talking to ben about the, what was it what's her name the girl with the eyebrows michaela oh the one with like the senpaku eyes who does food no michaela the makeup artist who's like from new jersey oh yeah she's like hey yeah it's like i love this <laughs> oh my god it's so smooth wait, on the, this skin the, the, wait your impression of her is so fire <laughs> wait her videos are so good yeah she's like so sweet i love cheery. when she got canceled like i don't love it well, but it, she like, got canceled well, she got mildly canceled because this video i feel like there are so many people that i'm like oh my god i love this person people are like they have been canceled for three years like john <laughs> raffman oh right yeah i was like we should have him on the pod i met him and he's really nice and then everyone was like and someone was like you should google that <laughs> <laughs> you should just google that really quick quick cursory search i can't but she got canceled because she i guess there was like a video of her from years ago or like a year ago where she was like i've been working for hours it's 5 47 p.m try being an influencer for a day and everyone was like this fucking bitch blah 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 and i'm like babe like she's clearly not having a good day why are you so like pressed? wait that's why she got canceled yes. she was like complaining yes what that's so normal i know being in front of a camera is so weird the gaze is like violent we know about this yeah book. we've been knowing this but then i'm sorry i just want to review some makeup tiktokers with you do you follow um have you seen the girl who does the contour around her lips while she's driving oh yes yes and she's like hey guys get ready with me and then she's like Mm -hmm. contouring like her lips and then she looks amazing yeah and then she looks really good after but it's like the process it's a very trust the process core yeah and then meredith duxbury of course you know her she's Mm -hmm. the one who does like so much makeup but she's like oh she's the one that like puts so much foundation on so there was the whole controversy because she like yes with she the reviewed the bobby brown the the yeah yeah the um it's like jones like jones road foundation yeah, yeah. yeah. and everyone was like she no, was it's like actually i don't good. know guys yeah maybe not for me <laughs> and everybody was like how dare dude you? she influenced me you the other day wrong. i know but then loki i agree i don't think that foundation's actually good i love like a goopy dewy foundation that makes you look like you just what's like, your favorite foundation vaseline let's talk gifts gift guide what's okay, our favorite gift guide makeup, makeup i love this is this is kind of obvious this is kind of like what low hanging you're gonna say fruit. flawless filter yes bitch i knew it i live for that <laughs> i shit. heard that's bad if you have, have acne though 
it's oh. like clogs your pores i haven't noticed i mean well any kind of like primer is going to do that because it's yeah. like priming your face to like make it like Flat. more even yeah. yeah so you don't have as much texture Wait, is so flawless it's like filling filter pores, like putty like spackle i'm still the dr- it's a foundation flawless filter well you can use it as a foundation but it's like, i think primer. it's like supposed to be a primer okay, yeah. but i use it as a foundation because it like makes I think you a lot glowy of people and do. it's like it's it's you should try the minimal. say foundation s-a-i-e yeah that shit is super glowy i heard that they like don't pay people for like really like um like spots like they're not like when you talk about the ethics of influencing also yeah i don't know a lot about I that i don't even know what to nobody say nobody sends it. me stuff <laughs> and maybe if they would i could give them a good stamp of approval for their ethical influencer practices um, also my favorite foundation drum roll house labs lady gaga oh really it's insane it went viral online it's so fucking good i fell for the ill maquillage like sponsored shit which one's that it's like this um this foundation where they're like it's just like a bunch of it's like a super cut of a bunch of people like doing some online quiz and then they get it in the mail and then they put it on their skin and they're like (gasps) oh Oh, Guys, really? are you seeing that? That's like a perfect match. Can we talk about? <gasps> the, oh like, my god! The way these videos, like the light and the position, it's just so fabricated. Like, I don't know. I feel like so many products, people just get paid obviously mm-hmm. to like plug products. Like, that's I was yeah, talking such to someone, a farce. About, someone yeah. about this the other night with Michaela. Like, she seems so authentic that I think brands can she can just do a video like that every day and she sells out products even if it's not like authentically that good yeah and they're like guys i don't know why i'm doing this because y'all are gonna sell this out yeah. and i really need to stock up yeah but no, literally this is my holy grail product no, i've literally. been keeping this a secret literally yeah but fuck, what was i gonna say oh i was fucking influenced by meredith duxbury the other day for christmas speaking of christmas wish list mm-hmm. i don't know if anyone can buy this now though because i think it's sold out everywhere except in the stores because mm-hmm. I, I sent it to my mom and I was like, you need to get me this. And I also bought her it. Charlotte Tilbury Pop Shot Eyeshadow. It's these glitter eyeshadows that are so pigmented. Mm-hmm. And they look literally insane on. You know who I think is doing really good shit with really pigmented eyeshadows is Pat McGrath. Oh my God, so good. Also, Danessa Merrick. Oh, love. Obsessed. Well, we're both like kind of into like a fairy, like, yeah, glitter, celestial, like, like just emerged multi-tone. from some sort of enchanted fog type yeah, of thing. Yeah, no, definitely the enchanted fog. Yeah. If I, think I could wear enchanted fog, I would. You do. You know, like you if I could. enchanted fog. If there was an accessory that was enchanted fog, mm. I 100% would wear it. Same. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into like sorcery core. Like, yeah. Uh, speaking of sorcery core, like Patricia, Patricia, Patricia's oh, Patricia. brand, Ninfa, Ninfa, they make those like bags that are oh, like are aluminum. So yeah, they're so cool. It literally one? feels like an amulet. I didn't. She's coming up with like a new colorway, and I'm gonna I get want that an amulet. one. We need to bring back amulets. Yeah, we are like haunted, haunted objects. Yeah, I like objects that look like they were stolen. Maybe we out of, like make some haunted object merch. Yeah, we should haunted objects mm-hmm. i think also mondo 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 also really good very magical very haunted vibe um great that's on the hags uh christmas christmas gift guide yeah um 
what else? Oh, you know who's doing interesting stuff is Isamaya French. Oh, yeah. I'm not familiar with the clothes, but I like the makeup, of I, course. I don't know. I didn't know that she had clothes, but I love her makeup, and I love that she, like, has... She sells, like, um, fake piercings. Oh, that's as cute. As a part of her, like, makeup line. It's like you glue them on with, like, eyelash glue or something. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, like, little metal balls. I love that. I think what she's doing is, like, really interesting. I know, like the makeup artist from euphoria started a makeup line that has similar oh, yeah, stuff called, like something half magic, magic yeah. half magic beauty and it's like kind of similar vibes i haven't gotten anything from them though yeah same but but maybe if they wanted to send us stuff yeah i mean if you're a brand you want us to review your products yeah on the pod we'll mm-hmm. do a product review pod yeah we're giving away the milk for free right now yeah we're just milking the we should beep out all the brands oh my god true yeah we're just like no um yeah if you want to to know what the brands are you have to subscribe to the patreon do you use retinol i do use retinol do you use paula's choice i use sunday riley retinol oh that's nice you use the luna my mom just got me retin-a from mexico oh nice Mm -hmm. yeah i use the paula's choice one percent retinol but i don't use it that regularly i use the like um speaking of being influenced i use the like red ordinary like bha oh yeah i have that yeah i really do notice a difference but i feel like it's like absolutely murdering my skin barrier see i don't know what's going on with my skin because i'm not even like gonna flex this is not a flex my skin is just honestly so naturally good yeah i feel the same way i feel kind of guilty about it like Like, i feel like i have to acknowledge my privilege like i literally have privilege like i do not have to do anything for my skin i haven't washed it in like weeks whoa that is it's been crazy it's been so cold in my house and it's so hard for the water to warm up Uh that i just have not been washing my face yeah i mean it takes i mean i'm starting to notice like i never really get blemishes god i feel like this is i know the I'm, most off-putting no i mean <laughs> this is just weird to have, have good to, skin like it feels wrong no it's it's very rare and i don't take it for granted at all but i just feel like i have to be honest about mm. the fact that i don't struggle with that so i'm not a great reference point for yeah. information in that area i'm a great reference point for like trying to prevent aging because yeah. i'm like 31 right and i'm like starting to notice like lines and wrinkles and things you know what i bought recently that i need to experiment with more Mm. i have so many things i have a new face first of all do you have one of those so sick no i'm like one i'm unsure that's on the gift guide yeah that is on the new face but i also got a glow pro speaking of the like bugle fat removal and like trying to like sort of chisel yeah and tone your face the new face is really good for that yeah but i got the glow pro which is a micro needling red light device that's the one that you guys keep posting pictures of you in tj you and tj are no t- that's just tj he has like a red light mask thing that's different okay. the glow pro has like little needles on it and you can do it on your lips and it's supposed to make your lips like smoochier Ooh. and you do it on your under eyes it's supposed to make like the i have really sunken under eyes yeah same um and it's supposed to help with that so i feel like n- need to use it more i bought it at sephora a few months ago and i'm like I'm kind of like embracing my sunken under eyes though. Like Selma I mean, Blair type. They're literally beat. honestly trending. Mm-hmm. But I like hate mine. Yeah. Because I just feel like th- the discoloration mm-hmm. of them bothers me. Yeah. TBH for me. I think it's really endearing and cool. I don't notice it on other people. It also makes you look like an intellectual or something. It's like, oh, she's, she's like tired. She's up all night reading. <laughs> 
She's you know? like exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. No fully. Her brain I mean, is like so high functioning that I she like can't sleep because she's like you. thinking yeah. about so big ideas yeah. yeah i'm just so smart mm. so so struggled smart and like imaginative yeah you know rich yeah. in our world kind so, of vibe yeah rich in our world yeah i'm like i was just saying i've been i'm tapping into my like highly what's it blessed and highly favored energy yeah yeah and like a few weeks i love getting wisdom from people that like don't like you don't talk to or mm-hmm. like you're not using as a source of wisdom mm-hmm. like casual wisdom i was thinking about this like in yoga class yesterday at, at the freaking gym because the the yoga teacher was like dropping some casual wisdom i was oh, like equinox membership that's on the gift guide oh for sure we'll come back to this wisdom. so but casual wisdom and i saw this girl post on instagram a few weeks ago like what was it i don't even know if i brought this up on the podcast already but whatever she was like i was depressed but then i just forgot to be lucky and I was like, period. Yeah. Whoa, love that. <laughs> I'm like, that's, I'm going to tap into that. I mean, like, that's kind of how I operate. Like, oh my God, you look so cute. Yeah. Oh my God. I like tap into my luck, I feel like. And I like intentionally go to it, into it. Speaking of tapping into looks, Sophia's looking. I was saying luck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I think we just need to all collectively decide to be blessed and highly favored it's so true yeah we all need to make the decision at some point or another yeah yeah and screw the rest yeah it's not even like manifestation core it's just like practical decision yeah i mean (laughs) yeah i think that kind of like thinking like yeah there's a whole like there's a whole manifestation element where you're like building your reality or whatever but then there's also just like relieving yourself of stress, it's also which has like a biological literally. function that keeps you from being like distracted oh by God. like what's not happening. Yes. And like relieving like the cortisol and like allowing your brain to like actually function. Not to be like, like the most annoying bitch ever, but like neuroplasticity. That's not annoying at all. Like, let's talk about that's, it. Neuroplasticity is a sleigh. Because I like, oh my God, this bitch, meaning me like my neuroplastic brain she's so crazy like i don't know there was a time in my life where i was really mentally like deranged Mm -hmm. and preaching to the choir then it got better Mm -hmm. and then sometimes i'm like ooh, i'm like those feelings are flaring up again of like the ill the sick within Mm -hmm. and how does that manifest for you um like intrusive thoughts Mm -hmm. general paranoia yeah what do those look like I mean, I get that with, like, my friendships. Like, uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm like, uh, do these people really like me? No, I think everyone really likes you. I think I have, like, a lot of faith in the community. Mm. Like, recently, I've just been feeling like I trust that, like, the right people are around and, like, we're going to take care of each other. Vibes. Yeah. I mean, lately, like, the past week, I don't know if it's also because I've had less sleep and I've, oh, my God. <laughs> I've been, like, um, you know just like kind of burning it at both ends and haven't been able to engage with my community as much yeah um but yeah lately i've been like do i still have friends no you still have friends okay fire yeah no you're good nice i love that i mean you always have friends Woo. there's also people i think everyone needs to know this there's people who just love you regardless of if you're there or not even yeah and i mean that's how i feel about other people it's funny that i can't like apply that how i perceive others in my relationships with others and like all the sort of patience and generosity that i give others i don't know why i can't like i mean some people aren't like people doing that to me but like i think a lot of 
the people we surround ourselves with are like that honestly yeah they're unconditional lovers i think i really learned that when i was going through a hard time and had absolutely nothing to give and everybody was just like here you go yeah no it's it's important we need those people and mm-hmm. we need to be those people so there are more of them mm-hmm. oh but neuroplasticity mm-hmm. let's go um yeah just like the brain basically like joe dispenza talks about this and i mean atomic habits that book i've talked about kind of talks about it but basically like there's neural pathways that just like once you walk through them your brain fires through them it's just easier for your brain to keep going there Mm -hmm. so like i know if an anxious pattern starts to creep up it's easier for it to keep happening Mm -hmm. and then i'm just like pissed yeah and then i have to like neuroplastic myself together again yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's like this is so annoying can we just be normal i heard someone once describe neural pathways like and this metaphor that i like completely understood as somebody who grew up in like a rural suburb in texas Uh and they were like it's like imagine there's a field yeah and you're riding a dirt bike in this one (laughs) path over and over again nonstop for years you're Uh gonna dig dig a trench into that field that's yeah. like six feet deep uh-huh. and so when you try to like you yeah. know make another path you can't because the walls are so Ugh. deep because you've like dug in that, yeah. p- that pathway into the ground yeah and so this was more relative to like you know when you're in early sobriety it's about yeah. like changing your environment right because if you're like on that that dirt bike and then you go down that street downtown that you used to cop for example you know that's yeah. that's the field let's yeah. say and then you're like driving your dirt bike in this field you're gonna fall deep into that trench no, and go completely. back into that path yeah so the idea is that you want to like change your environment for that path to grow over it right. doesn't mean you can't go back to the field ever again but it needs to like fill in yeah and like grass yes. needs to grow over it it's so true for you to like be able to like go down that yes in that zone again and make a new path yeah Ugh, I feel like I, I've just been thinking about so many things <laughs> that I just like have so many thoughts like I want to talk about this conversation I have with Sophia about like feminine friendship mm-hmm. and I also want to talk about this like fucking TikTok I saw about surrounding yourself with people who see you for the best version of yourself mm-hmm. because like this oh, I need to send you this video I should Do we have it. time? Yeah we have time I mean mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just airing I feel like I've been in like my Christmas self-help arc or something mm-hmm. I don't even I'm not even reading I don't know I'm just feeling emotional but this guy this guy was like on tiktok and he was saying basically how like if people see you as a more negative version of yourself like what did he say there's this thing called basically like you like there were like he used all these great terms basically to say that like you are who you surround yourself with Mm -hmm. and like if you are around four people who chain smoke you'll become a chain smoker basically Mm -hmm. all the time and like how if you want to become a different person from how other people if people are viewing you as the older version of yourself you're not going to change because you are gonna like he wasn't saying this but it's like quantum entanglement vibes Mm -hmm. and i thought that was so interesting because like yeah I don't know i think like it's interesting if people aren't meeting you and like adapting to your growth then Mm -hmm. you're not gonna like they're not they're gonna keep you in the same place basically yeah yeah i really relate to that i mean yeah i feel like being surrounded by people who are like actually doing stuff or like expressing i mean even last night i mean this is different than what you're describing but maybe is relevant in some way like you know after i left 
um, me and Jan and Alex, who are like you I know love. artists yeah. and thinkers, <laughs> like we were all like standing around for like thirty minutes in the cold, just like talking about like art and love. like because I had just read some essays that I had to do like a written response for for right. class, and like they were they were like art theory, and they were like kind of dealing with similar concepts that you know me and Jan have talked about that have to do with like play and like intuitively making and how like you know you can like you don't have to justify every decision that you make while you're like making a thing right um and you can like just like freely make the thing and then like mine that object learn from the object so to speak yeah like through you know visits or research or whatever it may be to like sort of mine meaning and and where that what the source of that was you know for that decision well it's like everything it's nothing uh it's like marble like you don't always have to be working forwards you can sometimes work backwards to be forwards well anna said something interesting as well and this is all going to tie back to the like surrounding yourself with people who blah 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 Mm -hmm. um but she was like if you know what you're going to make or if you already know exactly what it's going to be or what you're doing, then why make it? Yeah, no, totally. You know? um, and that was really... It's an exploration. Beautiful for me. But anyways, that is to say, like, I am surrounding myself with these people that, like, help provide me with a language around my work or place my work in, like, some sort of, like, you know, discursive context or yeah. something. And, like, you know even just being around people who are like familiar with that and how that language is like helpful. Not that I have to only surround myself with like artists who have a language around that kind of thing, but it's like really productive and helpful to have these like little nuggets that then propel me forward. It's like the casual wisdom thing where it's like, you never know like what little nug, like I can be in a situation where I'm just like having a casual conversation with a stranger and they will give me a sentence that I will then reference for the rest of my life that will like change my life and my perspective. Like I always think that's the best shit sort of speaking about this idea, like uh, about making, like I remember I was in a crit like many years ago and this girl, I don't know who she is or where she is now, but at the end of the crit, she said, um, thank you so much for all your feedback. I'm still learning from the work. And that like totally, yeah, completely exploded the bounds of like how I was making because I was like, oh, you can like make a decision and like seek understanding afterwards because I yeah. was so hampered by this idea that every decision I made had to be justified. So Ugh, yes, I was like really blocked by that because I, I was like, oh, if this is blue, blue means this. And if blue is proximity right. to this material, then that has means a whole other thing. And I don't know if that's what I'm trying to say, right. but like everything can mean a million different things because it's like all there's no limit so it doesn't matter it literally doesn't matter it's just about what you're trying to communicate and like even if the communication changes yeah like n- like i don't think anything is stagnant or static like mm-hmm. and i think that's cool like you can always i mean there's songs i've written where i feel like i would be open to like recontextualizing them in a like creative space and like mm-hmm. communicating about like what they meant to me at a specific point what they mean to me now you know and it's like mm-hmm. and it's also okay if they mean something completely different yeah. to another person that's not even what you were trying to communicate like i don't want to be yes you're not didactic. like the dictator of your exactly. work like it's not yeah. like i'm napoleon it like has this has to mean this, this is my domain if you're not getting yeah. that then you're wrong it's like nothing's wrong no i mean that's like as long as you're having any kind of experience 
yeah with the work as long as it's making you feel anything that's like yeah. fine with me i mean that's what's fun Even about art to me you feel like this bitch is done that's okay that's totally valid yeah like exactly like i just love making something and then making it not belong to me anymore because it's like belongs to other people that's so generous you know it's like so freeing to be like liberated and like yeah i feel like writing has been so liberating for me because it's like these things in me that i don't even know exist and then they like come up in song and i'm like oh my god that was crazy i didn't even know that was like it's like trauma and it's pain and it's harbored in me and then i like write about it and i realized the gravity of the thing after i've like begun the writing process and i'm like i didn't wasn't even thinking about this Mm -hmm. but for some reason it's coming up and it's like then just giving it away and being like this is no longer mine is like the best feeling yeah yeah i think that's why like studying art history has been like really helpful for me not because i'm like studying some sort of canon that creates like a criteria that's like you know telling me what art is good or how to look at art or how to make art but because i'm exposed to such a breadth of different ways of making yeah and i thought of that because i was like reading this essay that was talking about this like school of artists that were like making work during the aids crisis where like the work was like really dark and they were perceiving this like art as a way to like exercise something wow you know this like to exercise and process and work through trauma yeah and that is valid no it's 100 it's not like you have to just be like communicating this like new idea that you synthesized from these like heady essays that you read like you can literally just be like exercising trauma yeah and that's okay too you know yes 100 percent. sorry i farted and i was trying to protect you it's okay now you're just like kind of blowing it in my direction like do you smell it no i don't think it smells i don't smell it that's good i was worried it would smell um i'm actively trying to smell it i don't smell it goodbye i was gonna bring up what we were talking about last night the um like becoming a girl's girl arc yeah yeah i love that conversation yeah yeah being a girl's girl is sick yeah yeah that's like the antithesis of the pick me yeah it's like we're we're this episode is about the pick me girls girl polemic this way yeah that's good um i think becoming a girls girl is kind of a part of learning how to love yourself first as a woman yeah yeah um because it is it does come from that nasty place of like a competitiveness maybe with Mm -hmm. your own self Yeah. Mm, yeah and then um I don't know. It's also like um, girls are really smart. Yeah. Yeah. And I men are smart too. Okay, but like <laughs> they can they can really read you. And I think it's kind of scary to be like seen or put into situations where like you have to face like femininity itself. Maybe mm-hmm. at yeah. least in my experience, I've always felt pretty masculine. But I think I was also in denial of like what it is to be a woman and to accept mm-hmm. myself as who I am and not compare myself to other women. Yeah. Mm. And I'm only like like newly I found myself in a position where I'm like able to be such a girl's girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're like um you're like learning how to understand yourself without like hinging that on how like others are like perceiving you or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
so yeah. cool this is sophia by the way yeah, this is, hi this is sophia my roommate here I am. I just felt like I had so much unhealed femininity in my life growing up and like all my closer friends were masculine leaning even if they were not necessarily um like men they were more masculine and now in my life I have befriended so many non-masculine forces because I've like I mean I had so I mean when I met you I like looked pretty butch and i like had a lot of unhealed feminine energy that i like hadn't processed and i feel like as i've stepped into it more i've like grown myself and accepted parts of myself that i was rejecting and also have like befriended so many women and it's been like really healing because i literally was not really friends with many of the girls before yeah yeah i think i really relate to that um there's so much happening. Yeah, sorry, Frank. <laughs> I love this impromptu guest. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> On my way out. You guys have probably, in, you know, Sophia's been a part of the podcast. You've heard her coming in and out. You've yeah, heard her yeah. maybe cooking. Yeah. You've maybe heard her steps. You know, yeah. like she's ever present, actually. Yeah. You're like, I love that. You're like the third <laughs> yeah. member. Yeah. You're the wrestler. The wrestler. Their bus are in the background. Wait, there's weird static. Okay, carry on. Yeah. Oh, right. You guys have headphones on. You're hearing things I cannot. Yeah. But you sound great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you have a really nice voice. You'll have to come on longer sometime. I would love that. Wait, are you going to Morgan's to shoot? Yes. For part of her project? Yeah. Her very exciting project. Well, yeah. I mean, speaking of like femininity and like girls, girls. Yeah, when you were talking about that, that's immediately what I thought about because her work is very directly dealing with like, you know, intimacy amongst women. Yeah. yeah. You know, and like I think a lot of times, I mean, we everybody knows about the Bechdel test and stuff like that, you uh-huh. know. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe we can expand on for like some viewers that may not. Yeah. But it's basically this idea that um, someone noticed that uh, bought it yet again gonna butcher this but here we go if in a movie or tv show two women don't talk to each other without talking about a man that doesn't pass the bechdel test right that's correct yeah um oftentimes they don't talk to other women at all and if they do it's it's hinging on like how they're relating to a man um so uh yeah i think it's important that she's like creating visibility for intimacy amongst women that is also like a form of intimacy that has characteristically been devalued as like you know frivolous or silly you know like engaging in like a specific type of feminine play like braiding each other's hair like slumber party core you know and i think you know showing that and like elevating that into some sort of like artistic space or context um is like important and interesting yeah i just want to add and say like i feel like so much of when i was younger i was like this is so like intense to say but i like was a bigger child like i wasn't very big but i was like felt i spent a lot of my life feeling defeminized by my size which i now know is like literally stupid yeah and like doesn't make sense and also like so much of femininity is about like being curvaceous and stuff but for me it made me feel like large and like i was taking up too much space Mm. and like 
when I was little, I think I had a lot of pain and like in high school and stuff around my body and it made me feel so outside of the female experience. I really resonate with that. Yeah. And like not like, oh, a girl. Like I wouldn't feel like a girl. I felt like outside of being a girl because I felt like un- being unwanted made me feel outside of being a girl Yeah, by by anyone like men or women like not being sexually sexualized made me feel outside of womanhood and like the more i have healed my relationship to my body which and i'm like it's so dumb because i have huge boobs i'm like that everyone's like that's the most feminine thing i've always had big boobs and i'm like no it makes me feel like large and like i'm like taking up space taking up space which is masculine and like it's been so weird i mean but amazing like healing it and crazy because it was literally just years of my life where I felt like I mean I've talked about this with also like Avery so much for years like I just have had such a hard time like accepting my femininity and processing it and I feel like now I'm at a good place with it but it's just been so weird and like now I feel like I love femininity in girls and hanging out with girls and doing girly things and like me and my mom we've always been tight but like we our interests have become more adjoined Mm -hmm. because of it and yeah it's crazy i really it's interesting that you say that because i really relate to that but in like the adverse where like i was like tall and linky and like boy like you know so i like developed this like hunch to kind of like be like more like on level with like the other girlies and like um and then I remember in middle school, it's like, you know, when we would go swimming, like all the other girls were like developing and I like wasn't. And um, all the women in my family have huge tits. And so I was like, any day now, I was like stuffing my bra because I was like, they'll catch up, you know, like, so nobody's going to have to know. But then eventually I gave up and just like went down two cup sizes because I was just like, this is never happening for me because I realized some women in my family have boob jobs. Right. And I was like, what the hell? Um, (laughs) But yeah, I really related to that because I felt like so like, like boyish in in my build and um, and like undesirable and like uh, for the opposite reasons and being like tall like daddy long leg spider you know yeah it's it's literally insane like whenever i've talked to people about this i'm like i now i'm like this doesn't make sense and like i can like i don't even when i look at people i'm not even being like oh yeah like that's a woman like that's a girl like i'm not thinking like oh you're qualified to be a girl and like i think i held with like women and femininity to such a high standard of beauty because of watching movies and stuff like love nicole kidman moulin rouge since i was like little and like i'm like why aren't i that you know that's been like literally the bane of my existence <laughs> when i was younger and like i think now it's like yeah it's just crazy because anyone can be any fucking person like it like there's no rules to what a specific identity identifier looks like obviously and like it's healing to be like oh i i am exactly like whatever i I identify with is what i can be you know well i think also like first of all slay second of all i think like (laughs) (laughs) um i like had trouble with engaging with other like like 
closeness and intimacy with other girls because I was also like harboring like gradations of queerness. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like afraid of being perceived as like, like that they would find out or think that I was like trying to hook up with them or like perceiving them as like, you know, an object of desire. So, and I didn't want to like tip them off to that like part of me that like I had so much internalized homophobia Mm -hmm. growing up in a town where you know that wasn't really accepted at all there wasn't any representation for that around anywhere in my town um and those who were like brave enough to even try were like considered like monstrous and disgusting and like outcast so I was like I, I struggled with that as well you know yeah that was like a roadblock yeah I could not change in front of another woman till college I guess when I had to in the dorm wait really yeah I I wouldn't I wouldn't why like I was scared I didn't want anyone to look at my body yeah I didn't want to like I think also queerness like body image I was so uncomfortable in my skin from a very young age because unfortunately I was made aware of being yeah. objectified and like having forced into my body you know but, yeah and I carry that a lot with me and even still now like I am in a place where certain things that I would say to myself I think now I, I can't believe I said that and all of that is just not true and delusional right. right and so built up in my own head but it's like there are still days where that comes back and I know that kind of will always be a part of my healing journey but like the fact i'm able even able to like acknowledge that at this point is a huge difference and yeah i don't know i know i'm like when i reflect on myself i'm like how it's like weirdly narcissistic that i was Mm. like so obsessed with my body and like yeah the way people were perceiving it like i'm like why did i think this was like such an identifier that like meant so much to anyone because also it's not like i looked that, like that's not the way I see other people no I know so that's exactly why it's so bizarre at the end of the day it's like no it's all yeah it's here. the self-judgment like, yeah. is crazy and like yeah I just feel like also in LA it was so hard on me because I just Miami like Miami too yeah because it's like the the standards of beauty with women is so crazy yeah and like I just felt like I mean I was not even an ugly child like honestly but I just felt like I had such low self-esteem because I like saw these like unrealistic standards of beauty which we still see obviously on the internet and it was like I felt so like it was so out of reach and it honestly kept me from pursuing like a lot of my goals Mm. for a really long time because it felt so like I was outside of what like it was outside of my wheelhouse or something it's really crazy it's honestly sad yeah (laughs) Morgan's okay, yeah. guys but thank you for joining us bless. thank that you really thank you so yeah, much for thank sharing you. Sophia. that's so generous yeah have a great shoot send Morgan our love and you're gorgeous and now you're going yeah. to participate you're literally in beautiful a project that pushes against that and your beauty is going to be celebrated yeah as it should be <laughs> yeah bye wow we've really gone in today yeah we've explored so many I'm like we could keep going. I'm always expecting to go again. Like, it's going to be fun and flirty. And then it's like, when I was a child, <laughs> I was gay. 
<laughs> no, I definitely I also felt had like a monster. I had gay feelings also that yeah. I um like I remember I had this is like such a personal thing I'm about to share, but it's mm-hmm. fine. When I was in eighth grade, I had like a best friend who was a girl, and mm-hmm. but we were both like kind of edgy girls. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I'm still like a girl, mm-hmm. but like an edgy girl. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I was the same. I've mm-hmm. always been the same, but. We would like bike ride around her neighborhood and like make nachos every day and like talk about McFly and like we literally hung out every day of summer, whatever. She was also palatological. She was a pathological liar, God bless her. Um, she's like engaged or something now. I don't know. It's on Facebook. But we would hang out every day and like listen to like Bright Eyes and Boys Like Girls and like mm-hmm. emo music. And when we would like, she had this elevated closet that had like drawers underneath. So the closet like had a floor that we could like crawl into and sit in the closet, which is hilarious. Actually, I haven't even recognized the irony of this. We would sit in her closet and listen to emo music and cry and talk about our feelings. I don't know why we would be in her closet. Oh, that sounds so but fun I, like, though. Fully like had, I love like, a cubby a, situation. I had like a weird crush on her that I was like, I mean, we never explored like each other's bodies or something mm-hmm. but like i like fully had like gay feelings and i was in eighth grade but i also was like obsessed with bo- we were both obsessed with boys but it was crazy because like the intimacy of the like and the, of our friendship and also like yeah, she was your boy- girlfriend she was like my girlfriend mm-hmm. and we were both like like kind of feminine but tomboy at the same time and like yeah it was weird but i like yeah it was crazy yeah i really relate to that i had a lot of girlfriends growing up that weren't (laughs) my girlfriend yeah i mean that was like how i felt my first sexy feelings was i was watching slums of beverly hills at my grandparents house and i there was this scene where natasha what's her face leon from farting that's okay I feel bad. I really love it. You've been it. through a lot of my farts. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's okay. It's beautiful. It's intimacy. It's intimate female intimacy. Yeah. <laughs> um So Natasha Leon. Yeah, she's getting gay, like gay she's, icon. She's getting her her breasts like cup size mm-hmm. measured. Yeah. And I remember there was like a like measuring tape around her breasts and I remember for the first time like feeling aroused. Oh wow. From boobs. Right. And, like, I remember, like, seeing, like, like my mom would get Victoria's Secret magazines, mm-hmm. like, in the mail. And I remember being excited and, like, going to, like, the section that was, like, like the mesh bra section. Because, uh-huh, like, the boobs were more visible and defined. <laughs> except the, the nipples were, like, blurred out. Uh-huh. And I remember being very frustrated by that. Oh, my um, God. So fun. And, like you know having to like reconcile with that and like knowing that i was like aroused by the female figure and then like but also simultaneously wanting to like experience like platonic intimacy right. or, like taking baths with your friends right. or like skinny dipping in that way yeah in a way that like wasn't horny yeah you know like totally. i really want to experience like a depth of intimacy with like yeah my friends but not in like a horny way but i never really allowed myself to do that because i was like they'll find out or they'll think that i'm trying this thing right and then they'll know or something right. you'll be you exposed know? in some mm-hmm. way and they'll think i'm disgusting and they won't want to be my friend and i really just want to be their friend right. so bad 
I was always and like, I didn't have like a, I had a stepsister. Yeah, she was significantly older than me, so we didn't have that closeness. We didn't like live right. together, or borrow each other's things. Right. Really, I mean, oh, having a sister sounds so cute. I'm I'm an only child. Yeah, me yeah, too. So. I mean, yeah, I have the stepsister, but yeah, she she was like 18 or something. She was already living outside of the house by the time right. my my stepdad and my mom got married. So like, yeah, we didn't have that thing where like. She would come into my room and lay in my bed and right. listen to music or something. And I always desperately wanted that. Like yeah. what, like the environment that like Morgan is creating with her work, which yeah. is like, again, braiding each other's hair, yeah. like going skinny dipping. Yeah. Like, so cute. You know, like I like borrowing each other's brushes and like, yeah. you, like borrowing each other's clothes. And like, I so desperately wanted that. Like I wanted the best friend right. in the world, you right. know, I wanted essentially a sister like yeah. a codependent familial bond right. and i never really allowed myself to like go deep enough when my body developed i was like disgusted wow i like only recently have recovered from the way i hated my body i don't know if i shared this story on the pod but i remember i used to have this roommate who like had um she like got cancer when she was like oh, a kid and yeah they had to like remove one of her ribs and like remove this thing but they had like nicked some sort of gland oh my god and like so she woke up one morning and one of her breasts was the size of a basketball because this gland had like leaked all this fluid <sighs> and so but oh she was like god. 12 or 13 or no. something and she didn't know how puberty worked so she thought that she had just woken up and this was her like female body no. or like her womanly body. She she thought that this is what she was going to live with for the rest of her life. Oh my god, it's so sad. <laughs> That's so gnarly. But then like she went to the doctor and they're like, the f- your body's just going to absorb the fluid and it's going to be fine. Oh no, she has, god. you know, honkers. Yeah, spectacular, beautiful That's body. Amazing. She's also super brilliant and gorgeous and looks like a fairy. Oh, and so I love her, her. But I don't want to dox her. Yeah, I respect her yeah that's that's a really crazy story mm-hmm. yeah the body like so i imagine when she developed yeah felt also grotesque yeah complicated mm-hmm. yeah that's so interesting because you have like and i i you have such a beautiful body thank you i mean we're really representing all sides of the spectrum here yeah. <laughs> between the two of us <laughs> barren fertile um (laughs) (laughs) just kidding um but yeah i also love the way that i mean it's you truly have come to terms with it because you like really you're wearing like corsets and like really accentuating that's part of like the healing honestly has been like creating shapes and like kind of playing with like i don't know i didn't really there was a while where i felt really like i hated how big my boobs were and i still Obviously, I said earlier in the show, I, like, want them to be smaller, but, like, I have made peace with them, ultimately, and, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, I had this whole complex when I was younger. I remember talking to my ex-best friend, who I would sit in the closet with and cry Mm -hmm. with, at the Habit on Ventura in Sherman Oaks. I remember telling her that, like, I was worried I was going to have big boobs and blonde hair and blue eyes and be, like, a bimbo vibe. (laughs) And that I didn't want to be that and or you're something. Like, Hell yeah! Yeah, let's, go. let's fucking go. Yeah. Like gas, like get pedal to the metal on it. But like not in a. I don't know. Like it's funny. I had such a resistance to like the vision of myself that I was afraid of being. You know, because like also at the time there was. Wait, a, I'm noticing a difference in the audio. There's like really? background noise that disappeared. 
I don't know. It's still recording though. Yeah, it's going. Okay, sorry, go ahead. There was just a rise of like indie rock and sincerity at that mm-hmm. point, and I felt like being a hot girl or like a bimbo girl was like I was like into emo indie stuff and I was like, I'm not mm-hmm. me as a like hot bimbo girl won't work for mm-hmm. this. Yeah, I think there's also something about when you're younger how you just like kind of wanna like be a part of like the hegemonic structure or something. You yeah. just wanna like blend in kind of yeah mm -hmm. you don't want to like make any too crazy movements yeah like a certain point you you just like want to be accepted in this thing and then a certain point like you're like oh i don't i was a fucking theater kid like that's my shit and like Mm -hmm. i loved theater and drama and like literally my entire life and then i realized like oh i'm becoming like loud and annoying and i was like oh i can't be loud and annoying i have to be like cool and indie and then now I've circled literally full back, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna well, wear. Now a corset. you're like a melange of all those things. No, which literally, is cool. yeah. I'm like, I have to be like the most dramatically dressed person at everything <laughs> I go to. Same. I mean, I I think there's also this point where like when you're younger, you become exposed to all these different like styles of dress. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's cool. I want that. And then you try it and maybe it doesn't work with your body type. So I think also part of like growing into and like accepting your body type is like learning what works with your body. Right. Um, No fully. And what doesn't. And you might like try like a certain style and be like, oh, this looks like a tent on me because I have huge tits. Yeah. And then you discover the corset, you know. And it was a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah no yeah we're out here mm-hmm. healing god wait how much have we done i feel like we've done oh my god we've hours done two hours it's gonna be a nightmare i don't even think we need to edit anything okay cool was there anything we need to edit no i mean there's just like the static stuff oh yeah there's not even that much though i thought that was really good <coughs> yeah i like what we talked about today yeah i maybe want to cut out the part where i like am fumbling to try to <laughs> express what this like academic essay says i just have so much reverence for these thinkers i that, know like you need to share and i can like casually espouse about it but for some reason i think sometimes i get nervous when i'm on here you're doing great you're really i think we we touched on some beautiful things maybe we'll just put all this video footage on patreon because yeah yeah we can put it on there there's two hours yeah let's do it yeah Okay, great. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everybody. The gift everybody. guide is going up. Yeah, I we hope. We have to make it cute. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. What else? Um, we love Uggs. We love Uggs. We love a whimsical heel. Oh, a nice set of pajamas. Uh, yeah. Um, a set of knives. Everyone needs a good set of knives for their yeah. kitchen. I'm not that domestic yet. Okay. Now that I'm entering like a deeper romantic thing right. i'm like oh we're gonna like buy knives cook dinner together yeah i don't know how to cook things really i'm like 31 it's a good it's a deep shame i hold i didn't know you didn't cook no i don't i'm not wow wow i'm not judging you yeah um i'm excited for this chapter for you yeah we'll see Okay, well, you're going to Texas. Yeah, I'm stressed um, about so you'll it. She'll be gone for a week. Your mom gave me, like, a really good 
she like held my hand last night and was like, I know you're stressed and I know there's like dysfunction there, but like, you know, shield yourself with like stay in the bubble of light. Yeah. And like, you know, when people are like coming at you with judgment. Yeah. Like just recognize that they're on like a different frequency Aww. and that like you can look at them as like as the teacher and you mm-hmm. can like just observe it without judging it and just smile. And I think like I hate it when people are like, why are you smiling? But like this is actually really helpful practical advice because yeah. that's like something, you know, like the bubble and like that stuff, like that can be hard to put into practice in the moment. Yeah. But just like something physical that you can do with your body yeah. does have like an impact on like how you're being received in that space. Yeah. And has like these like biological right. kind of yeah, you're you like, know, I'll effects, just yeah. you know, it does when you smile that. No, it's true. You know, affects your perception. And, and I'm sure, like, like, biofeedback or something. It'll fly by. Yeah. And you'll be back here. Yeah. But I really do feel such a sense of family with you. Yeah. Same. And, like, our community. Oh my God, I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I feel like I can really be myself. Oh God, I don't want this on camera. In a way that I like never got to experience, yeah. In like my family structure, yeah. outside of like a few limited people, yeah. You know, and it's like hard when the people that raised you, the people that you love, have such differing like views and lifestyles, yeah. and like you don't feel like you really have a place there. You're really understood, so it's just like so yeah. nice and refreshing to be like so loved and cared for in this way that feels unconditional in this way that I have like. That I don't have to fight for or have yeah. to be a certain way to receive. Yeah, totally. And that's been like really meaningful and healing for me. Oh, so I'm I really grateful. You. <laughs> You're so fucking cute. You're making me emotional. No, it was beautiful. I'm send my form to Canada. Thank you for no. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> that was. I know. I mean, but also seeing you and your family and seeing that that's possible and seeing that as an example of like, you know, what Wendy has done yeah. for you and like given you such a freedom. Yeah. To be yourself and like love to you no matter what. Like yeah. that's like such a good example to me for when I become a mother and that that is possible, yeah. you know, no, to see how that's like helped shape you, yeah. become who you are. Oh, you're so sweet. I love you. Thank you. I mean, I literally <laughs> was, I was talking to someone about this the other day with like family stuff, how like even if whoever your parent is like not the best person, you can learn from it and be different. Like, yeah because of like what you've been shown and like and it's amazing and like we can we can have more compassion because of people being in pain you know yeah i mean out of anyone like as far as that kind of line of thinking is concerned about like being able to like be yourself like out of anyone in my family like my mother right has really you know she does love me yeah. so much and she has a capacity for love it is so expansive and insane yeah. and so inspiring. Yeah. And like, I am grateful for her and for that. Yeah. You know? Um, so. Yeah. Love oh. you, mom. Oh, Liz, <laughs> love you're you, so Wendy. fucking love you, cute. Harmony. I love you. And love I love you listeners. Yes. Thank you for listening. And happy I'm so, holidays. I'm so grateful for everyone I know and everyone I will meet. And big shouts to people to, uh, who are listening who are like stressed about going home yeah and feel you know, unaccepted yeah, maybe yeah i feel like complicated feelings yeah. about people that they love so you're not alone yeah 
Oh, what a touching aside. It was beautiful, Liz. You're so you're so sharing, and it's got the really, cameras. Got the cameras. Yeah, you're so brave <laughs> for sharing. No, it's beautiful, truly. It's brave to share that part of yourself and all parts you share. Mm. As I vape your watermelon ice vape. Yeah, go for it. Go Thank crazy. You. Oh, I know. Intimacy. We have such a beautiful community. Yeah, shout out to everybody in the Tividad Casino and Resort group chat. Group chat. <laughs> There's 30 of you. I'm sharing my location with numbers I don't even have saved. Yeah, I don't know who some of the people. I mean, the chat needs to undergo a reconstruction, I think, but it's okay. Yeah. There's just some people who aren't active and we need it at its peak activity. If you're listening and you're in the chat, you better speak your piece. Yeah. Say your name. Yeah. Or your cut. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That was beautiful. We love you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays from us to you. Uh, we wish you a very merry holiday season and hope you feel as loved as you deserve to feel. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs>